Hi everyone, welcome to the today's edition of Chatcast. Here with me today, I've got Josh, who is 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 into quite 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 a lot. So I think <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to limit the scope of of of, of, of what, what what he's into. I'll rather let him let him introduce himself that that's what i normally do with, with, with our guests because i don't know what they've been up to since the time we arranged this interview they <laughs> started something in another enterprise or so so josh welcome to the show thanks so much for for accepting the invite and thank you yeah. for having me thank you for having me pleasure pleasure so um could you please introduce yourself to to our audience okay i'm, I'm my name is joshua lizameji um I am an assistant head teacher. I also am a founder and I run a business called Elite Evolution, which is a fitness and health company. I'm also into, um, one of my volunteering things I do is into black leadership, into getting more black leaders into education and finding ways how we can change the underrepresentation of black leaders in school. So I'm also into that. So there's a lot of things I'm tried into um, which I'm pushing at the same time which God's given me the strength to do oh that's, oh that's brilliant like I said imagine if I did the intro I didn't know the <laughs> the other black leadership so we, which, which is quite um, topical but going yeah. by the times that that we are now because we've, we've kind of like gone through well I won't say gone through the but going through the pandemic phase yeah. and then this old black Thing came up so it, it's it's very interesting we'll, we'll, we'll come to that so um what actually drew my attention to to, to sending you an invite uh it's, it's around elite evolution i was quite quite keen because of going exercising fitness and all these things is really really been one thing i'm I really haven't really got going on. <laughs> and you know so I'm, I'm gonna talk about it from different side as a customer and as you know you involved in this kind of business what how did elite evolution start is it, is it, how long has it been running just give us a bit more background on, on how yeah so elite evolution started like 12 years ago um oh wow we, we literally was a group, two friends group of friends and okay. we just said we was just finished university and we was thinking you know what we need to help and i did my dissertation on um childhood obesity my friends okay. also did it on sports science and all my friends or my, one of my other partner is did it in marketing so we just yeah. said you know what we're big into fitness we've always into being mad into fitness so on the way from trainings we were just discussing how we can change fitness for our people because i think sometimes fitness becomes a taboo and in our community sometimes and they don't do it not a taboo should i say something that they want to do but they don't do and they mm. find it hard and at that age a lot of people thought they're always going to stay healthy and sh in shape so mm. and i saw how much it, uh, obesity the causes the difference causes of obesity actually killed a lot of people in our community it actually mm. was one of the bigger killers than people thought it was so um i decided to do that so we just started in the park we literally said all right we're going to run something in the park and we just said it's going to be power walking we're going to do power walking in the park we're going to invite all our friends and we said this we're going to be for women only so we're just going to make sure that people were felt comfortable coming in and just do power walking in the park and i think from there it grew uh, we took over our first um place we said we're going to do like indoor fitness classes so we, we took a step of faith and invested into a space 
then we, we grew out of that space, we progressed into another space, and it just keeps on going. Now we've got an independent gym that was 24 hour access in, I should say oh, wow. 24 hour access because it's closed at the moment because all the gyms are, <laughs> can't be open during the pandemic. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. But, yeah, well, I was coming. I was coming to that. That that that's quite that's quite um, it's quite remarkable because sometimes most of these brilliant ideas just starts just like that to just think of something and then yeah. you have the courage and you know as you mentioned the faith to, to 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 see through in terms of trusting god trusting your instinct in that what we're trying to do is is, is what the investment yeah. oh that's so so has as business as as it grown depending on the area because some some areas in terms of if, if it's a more deprived or you know area there could be challenges in terms of the uptake of of membership and things like that but i, I know that gym membership is something that's very prominent yeah. amongst young people nowadays yeah. so i think you're in the right season of, of, yeah. of this kind of um, thing yeah, yeah so i think you know what we've done in terms of like gym membership we have got a good solid gym membership and one thing about a gym because it's an independent gym it's not um, out there a lot in terms of like the big gym. So a lot of people that come to us, like, we have a lot of um, clients that come because they just don't want to be with loads of people. One, one of the first things people always ask us, how many people actually attend gym? Oh. And they just, because they want that privacy and that. We've got different yeah, clients yeah. that do different things um, that they just want that privacy. They don't want no one coming up and approaching them. So we tend to get do well in terms of the private hire gym. And then because we are like in the heart of Hackney, it's a oh, very yeah. trendy, Hackney's a very trendy place. So a lot of people want to yes. get fit. So a lot of people use our gym for like photo shoots, because it's again, it's independent films. Actually someone oh, wow. shot a film in there, someone shot a music video in there. Um, a lot of actors wow. are shot in there. Um, so we we tend to do pretty we like we've grown a lot so it's, oh, it's it is doing us well but obviously we are in the middle of a pandemic at the moment so and gyms the gym industry has been hit very very hard right now because we're not legally not allowed to trade so we are not trading. yes we're not trading yeah wow so so how how are you kind of like absolutely coping in this situation is it been dynamic enough to kind of like accommodate the the, the restrictions that everyone is, is facing. Yeah, so one of the things that happened, which I feel like is such a blessing, was something one of us, well, I came up with the idea of, you know what, we've got a lot of equipment, and then what happened, as soon as gyms closed, a lot of um, gym companies started charging a ridiculous amount of money for the mm. basic equipment. So for a dumbbell, for instance, there was charging something that would cost 50 pounds 300 pounds so a wow. lot of people because they knew the market everyone wanted to buy and it literally was sold out and if you wanted something earlier then like you know the next week you're gonna have to pay like double the price and sometimes yeah. like with the dumbbells like triple quadruple the price so what i yeah. saw was a little bit of a gap i said you know what people can't afford this and a lot of people, a lot of my yeah. friends were saying, we can't afford it. And because we was an independent gym, they thought we were going to go break the law and still open up. So a lot of people was asking, like, can I use your gym? Um, and I was like, no, because we're closed, COVID, um, everyone's got to be in lockdown. And they just said, can, so I said, we should try rent and rent at a decent price, at a price that people can afford, especially during this time, because people were losing their jobs. And a lot in our market, mm. a lot of people are freelancers. So then, 
they can't work. So they, that's their full time job. And a lot of our instructors lost. So we started renting our equipment. And oh, we right. rented one and we thought that was it. And then literally, we have no more weights or equipment in our gym because mm. so many people went in there. So that started to really help us generate some finance not nothing compared to what we was making but it started helping us mm -hmm. and then yeah of course people, yeah it's better than not doing yeah, anything it's exactly. actually yeah and then we started getting exactly. contracts online um which was a blessing people wanted to do online we suggested it and we just started we do a lot of things online and that's actually helped us again nothing compared to what we was doing before but it's just something to keep us and obviously government support in terms of um, renting has helped us as well leasing our property has helped us because there's been a bit of a pause on that so we have not got massive oh. massive outgoings at the moment but it is still but yeah. it's still it's really it's been really tough oh, we're really hoping the, um, the gym industry opens up but safely but hopefully um, the government does something and there's been talks a little bit of chatter about because the, the, the extra support that can go into gyms and leisure centres and pubs yeah. and restaurants so yeah. that, that, that's very good I, I was going to mention that because there, there will be I'm, 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 I'm being positive and also being pragmatic yeah. in terms of my, my expectation yeah a spike in in activities for hospitality and gym membership yeah. because people have been home yeah. they've not been able to go out to restaurants to bars and also they've not been able to exercise yeah. as much as they would have loved yeah. to there was a time that we only allowed an hour yeah. a day or yeah. something so yes i'm sure people will come so do you have capacity to you know to to take on the the whole of yeah, so exactly so, so that, that that was coming to my next question around what what, what are your expectations of, of elite evolution for the next five years i'm sure you had vision obviously there's been the pandemic it yeah. will always have an effect yeah. this will have a lasting effect on, on so many organizations and everybody yeah. and and so as it's in any shape or form kind of like um make you realign your your growth strategy or your growth expectation over the next five years ten years is it the next pure gym or is it the next big franchise in terms of health I, health and well-being i think i think and i probably i think i it's i think it's taking a back seat i still we still got the same vision and goal we do want to have like multiple mm. gyms in different areas and what we all want mm -hmm. we don't we want it to be still boutique in terms of there's a lot of boutique gyms out there so it's like what do you mean boutique so it's like, gym? It, it's like how i say that it's like a niche it's like a smaller oh, so right. it's not like everybody in it so you're gonna have to sign up you're gonna have to have certain criteria to get into there and you know we're gonna have a limit on numbers that can actually use it so it's not gonna be so and that's the whole dream and we're also looking at we're big into um athletics like the people's athletes so we're looking at yeah. also hoping a wellness center that is going to help train athletes mm. to the best of their ability in america there's absolutely loads of these excellent centers for training and stuff but in england there's not that many so th i think there's like yeah. three or four massive centers that train and i know there's one in sheffield yeah I don't I, know. yeah yes and yeah. that's as you know and there's one in birmingham there's one in newcastle and we don't have loads of those there's one in lee valley and um we don't have loads of those places where athletes 
go out and get better and that and we don't have a lot of that and in America in America that is just I think every single even every single school has one of those so, <laughs> so yeah. we want to sort of get to that wow. stage as well and we want to also keep that boutique side of our um, our business as well so to answer your question we have a slow we haven't changed our vision. We just know that it's going to take a unique type of thinking to get there because fitness, as you know, like you said, one thing that the government knew that to help mental health was that we made sure mm. we had to exercise. So people need to exercise. Hence why I said when we went in our equipment, we were just literally sold out of everything because people need to exercise and it does actually release positive hormones that really help depression against mental health and issues like that. So I think that it's going to start again, but I think we're just going to have to, re- it's going to be very like at base industry. What I, what it looks like is going to be, everyone's going to have to book in and they're going to have to book out and you know, there's a certain times it's going to be limited. Yeah. So again, I think that's going to happen. And I think the government knows that that needs to happen because a lot of people need to be fair need to go to the gym absolutely and and it's actually and it's actually to to, to, to advantage for some of us for example myself last year i <laughs> i registered at the gym and i only went there once and i paid the whole you time had, you so, had 20 million people everybody does that it's like i have so many friends so at, at the yeah, I think coming to coming to registry with a gym like yours will give you that, you know, that push because if you if you're not gonna make it, I will get that you text message or that or that exactly. message from from yourself exactly. or from the management saying you've missed yeah. your class. You you know you know there's a so it's actually good. It's gonna yeah. even help. That's that's, that's, that's quite interesting. I just keep it at family yeah. field. So soon like soon as every when it's yeah. pandemic, we contacted and we text all our. Um, text all our, our friends, our like all the people from the government, um, from the gym to use, like see what's going on. How are you? How's it going? How's life yeah. been? So things like that. So, so are you gonna have like an open day oh. when, like, to, to get to like do a, like a freshest, freshest week or something? Like, we have <laughs> it's first week is free to everyone. Oh. Come down and let's have a great time. That's just, yeah so in terms of reaching out about your services like making people aware of what you do have you just have you kind of invested in in adverts or have you just been people giving word of mouth about the good work you're doing as as that been in terms of our social media so what's your so Instagram Evolution, or Twitter? At Elite Evolution, Instagram, same thing, at Elite Evolution, Twitter, same, at Elite Evolution. Oh. It's just, as soon as you sign yeah. me, it comes straight up. And even, we've actually paid, oh. for, you put in Elite Evolution, we paid for Google for it to be first. Yeah, oh, to be first okay. on the list. Yeah, I hope you noticed that when you, you Google for us. <laughs> <laughs> I did, actually, I did, yeah, I did. <laughs> So I, I, I just thought, oh, it was just Google appreciated <laughs> the good work you guys are doing. Nah, the people make it That's why they're doing their company. They, they make it pay. <laughs> so so it's, it seems very busy at um, at yeah. Elite Evolution. And you also do a few yeah. other things. Primarily, you, you still have yeah. a day job that, that yeah. you do. Yeah. You, 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 you work in, in school yeah, management? Yeah, so... 
you just so how how do you juggle that it must be really really filled day for you being you know because being being a teacher or being in education is something that you don't come out of from what i from what i got even during the holidays there's still yeah, stuff to do constant and i think i think what I, and this is also my my i think everyone asks is one of the biggest secrets to business and growing for 12 years is you got to have a team man and i i think too many people are on an island and mm. one of the things that makes me work and helps me so much is my team we've got a team of people and you know yeah. someone's working someone's helping someone's doing something we've got a gym manager that runs it during the day and mm. we help him out we help we, we believe in helping the community out so he's we're giving him an opportunity to make money we're giving tune it opportunity to, and we give back and one of our mottos is grow together win together so when you grow people mm. and grow people around you it starts helping your business but the thing is a lot of people don't want to give a cut of their pie and and yeah. i think what i've done in terms of how to juggle it i've had it we've got a great team and we've established a team so there's like mm. if what when you're sick somebody's there to fill in and so when i'm at work there are things happening yeah. that i'm not doing so as soon as i come out of work i can work i can work on the business mm. and go down to the gym i see how it is but i know it's working and also technology i'm not gonna lie one thing is a blessing we've got a lot of camera technology buzzers that i can see mm. at any point of the day what's going on in the gym there's motion sensors oh, okay. and stuff like that and um like i say we've got a lot of outreach, outreach workers that just we help us don't get me wrong it's like you don't i shouldn't say you don't sleep but a lot of you've got to, you sacrifice a lot of time and that's something i've got to get better yeah. at i'm not gonna lie i think as also you know having a family as well it's just something you have to get better at balancing and letting things go and just making sure everything is touched but you don't you trust your team that's one thing you got to do is trust your team yeah. and once you've established yeah. systems systems works teams follow systems and that's one of that's the way i balanced it really and right now because i have got a high stressful job i cannot lie teaching right now especially during the pandemic yes. being in- so have you, have you been going to yeah. school or so a lot of schools oh. are still open so all oh, well, i've been going to school throughout the whole pandemic because of because the key workers, wow. essential workers, student, and teach um, te- um, students and children, so they've yeah. got to come in. So we've we, it's on a rotor, but we're in school, and it's just taken to another level. We just changed the way we do things in terms of teaching. Virtual teaching has become something we we kind of laugh because we said, "How come we didn't do so much of this before?" Do you know what I mean? This is what we should yeah. have. Yeah. A lot of things like in terms of homework, we should have done a lot of virtual homeworks. Why have we not done this? And yeah. even meetings, sometimes you feel like you always have to meet in a building. And we've decided, like, why do we have meetings to nine o'clock in the night? The way we can just have that happen. <laughs> when you could just, mm, you see, so so this, this, this every, every yeah. cloud has a silver <laughs> lining, as I say. So this pandemic has probably would change certain way and aspect that, you know, the teaching profession is, yeah. is, is, is done yeah. going forward. So in terms of what you do, how do you kind of like, do you bring some of them into the school in terms of yes. helping the children? You know, like you mentioned obesity, yes. or you wrote your thesis around it. Is there wow. that kind of like um, translation so one of, into one that? Of, one of the part of um, our business is called Kids to Elite. So what we do is, is, is like, it's basically our okay. children's program. And we do loads of sessions for children oh. in school. And in the schools I've worked in, I've always given we have like 
tournaments we put on sporting tournaments it's basketball it's football it's rounders wherever it is get people in there and that's one of the things we definitely pride ourselves on like i said i did my dissertation on childhood obesity so uh, it's such oh, a man. big thing that we need to push it more and more on and yes the answer to your question is yes we definitely that's one of our main things especially during like like i said during this pandemic there's a lot of clubs and schools have asked us at early evolution to run sessions online and in first and foremost literally you're doing yeah. fitness sessions online with children and i know there was a and it's just it, and i didn't think i didn't know how it worked but it just works it just works the children work out they're excited they're happy they're working out at home their parents sometimes get involved it's it's it's, it's something different but definitely in schools we definitely bring our business in schools like we said we've got a whole part of our company uh, that's yeah that's that that's good to know so talking about um schools i'm gonna move a bit away from the fitness and the business and in terms of like um school curriculum um there's been a lot of things going around around um as I, you know i mentioned it yeah. I was coming to this point around this whole mag- uh, i won't say imagine mm. i say racism people not I've, I've come to learn a few things over over this period of time. I didn't school in this country in terms of I didn't have my yeah. secondary education here. So I've been informed by various people that there is there's that lack, there's that massive gap of black mm-hmm. history being taught in, in school. Black History Month, they just talk about those popular African leaders and, and that's, that's it really. So is there with this whole movement that is happening, this awareness around Black Lives Matters, you know, increasing, you know, Black history in in curriculums. Do you do you what, what what's your take I think, on that? I'm this Black Lives Matters has been uh, is been a whirlwind. Schools have been every like there's no school that hasn't taken a stance on it. If they don't, they will be like they'll be done. You mean no, recently, recently or? Yeah, to the next level. And Recently, it has okay. highlighted our curriculum, people's curriculum. I'm not going to lie, I'm in a school, and it's not, I'm not just saying because the school I'm at. It is like our school history department yeah. has specialized, like one of the, the one of the department man writes on black history, writes an author on black history. So he spends a lot of time on it, which I'm blessed to be part of that school. However, in a lot of schools I have worked, mm. that is not the case. And that is like, it, this is a unique thing. And this Black Lives Matter. Is, is really pushed that so even i could say even today we had a um, staff briefing and i've now called because i'm in a position of leadership i've called for a bain working mm. group so we've said every every department even from the cleaning department from the mass department every department has to have a representative in this bain working group and we're going to look at everybody's curriculum mm. and we're going to look at how mm. we can make it more inclusive more black history centered how can we have our literature our narrative change and for our children to be inclusive because mm. my school we have a high proportion of black students so we've got to look at that and even though our history department is doing really well and a lot of my departments in our school do amazing jobs at it but we now need to actually really look at it and so one of the things we're going to do is audit our school on black ethnic minority in our school like what do we do so we're going to get an independent person to come in and look at how inclusive our school is and that was all launched in this week and that was mm. again 
on the backdrop of the Black Lives wow. Matter and God rest his whole soul, um, George Floyd as well. So that is all on that movement, yeah. and we've worked out because it's because I we do not want this to lose this momentum. This is perfect. It shouldn't, and yeah. The, I think people should take the, well, us acts should take yeah, more, and the, the children the, the are so like the one thing about we, we did a lot of this last week, we did um, a few virtual assemblies every year. Group did a virtual assembly on this issue, and loads we got loads of feedback from mm. um, children, they want to be involved. So, obviously, we're going to do it online, but it is it has made a, mm-hmm. it's like I say, a whirlwind, and the, the conversations come up, and so many teachers. I say, you know what, it's so true. I spoke to another teacher about it today and she was like, I've got to look at my, my text I use for my, my subject because it's all based on um, mm. white authors. And I never thought that could actually cause any distress. Not saying it does cause distress, but it's just like, she realized that, you know what, my kids might not relate to it. And, and, that, and that's all the key is. Yeah. And, and sometimes we keep on, yeah, we keep on doing the same Absolutely. things and not realizing. So this has actually generated change in a positive light. And making him, I think it's going to make all schools look at their curriculum. I don't think we're going to be unique in that sense as our school, but you know, I'm in a position of, to really push that. So I've called, and my head teacher is so supportive of it that he's like, you know, we've got to do mm. this. We've got to do this, and it's so important for our, our school to see that because just like I think a lot of people don't realise what some of the things that they don't like, some of the racist things that could happen or appear racist realize you know um of course that and that's it's been a massive movement in schools yeah well that's 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 good it's good that things are really gaining a lot of momentum but i just want to be i want to go into a bit more detail in terms of Mm. when you talk about curriculum change in terms of what what are you guys going to kind of like include what what type of subject matter or topic areas are you going to include because i have i have a point where they they is from from what i've gathered as well not from my experience because i didn't school i didn't do my secondary education in this country but there isn't much talk about britain's participation in slavery and in colonial rule and all those things in the yeah. history that has been taught in schools. So is this part of what you guys are trying to look at or do you need the education board or the Department for Education to approve such curriculum? How does this go into think, the syllabus of the, of the students? Yeah, I think sometimes people get confused. There is like two things. There's the national curriculum in terms of mm. um, what you have to learn to pass it, the exam at the end of GCSE. And there's also the way you can teach the skills mm. to learn how to pass the national curriculum. In the national curriculum, I think the government are going to, I've heard chatter, the government's going to relook at some of the things they've, you know, they've changed and maybe re put things back in because there's a lot of things they took out, especially on the English curriculum that made it more inclusive. Um, and I think we mm. are going to definitely, like I said, one of the, um, the history teachers is he's uh, an author on black history and he's one thing we are going to definitely do and we definitely have looked at is the British part of British black mm-hmm. history and I know and I know like and this is not just for yeah. children this is for the average man like I spoke to somebody um, the other day and they said to me oh there was no there was no slaves in England and no slavery in England yeah, I've heard that. I've had exchanges on Twitter and people 
would will tell me categorically that oh no 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 there's nothing like like that in in this country it, it, it's all in america then i'm look i'll look like <laughs> no, are you are you for real <laughs> and it's just a lack of knowledge and it's like you know like it hits the you know the you yes, know that massive yes. I, I don't condole um, ter- um vandalism or anything i don't condone that at all but you know people were so shocked that yes, there's a slave yes. master statue that's up and i was like do you not know the Dublin yes. ports were fr- where the slaves came in? Do you not know the Liverpool ports is where the slaves were coming exactly. in? Exactly, the West India Company. Don't yes. know their basic history, and that's yeah. where the ignorance comes in, and that's where yeah. sometimes, and that's why so many people need to be educated. There. And that's one of the reasons why I'm making sure so that you know we made it in our school. I don't know, a lot of schools won't do this, but we're saying every department from any it has to be resent, represented in this group so if you've got a department mass department one person from the department is going to be a champion on bay on black history on uh, asian history on yeah. minority history mm-hmm. so it's going to be happen and we're, we've we set that in stone this morning so we told all our stuff that's going to happen and by next friday it has to send a representative wow. so and that's that's just basically that's good that's going to help educate a lot of people some people in the room is going to know it and some people are just not going to know it. and like they would never think that mm-hmm. there was like i've spoke to so many different yeah. races and they could not believe that that statue in bristol was still up and they just couldn't and they say really there was actually a slave owner and he made these millions from yeah yeah in britain uh, yeah, so I was gonna I was gonna come to that. It's it's well, well, well thank th- thank you for the for that great answer. It's, it's actually good to know that things are actually being done. It's it's good to protest. It's good to march. But we need to seize the momentum, like you said. We need to take advantage of this coverage yeah. that we have, this attention that we have. A lot of companies are, you know, coming out with bold statements to do this, to uh, do that. But yeah. we start seeing these things. Yeah. taking effect in our day-to-day lives then that's yeah. when we know that our voice has actually been heard um coming to these statues and all these things where do you call this thing where oh, do I you what, what's your standpoint you know before yeah. sunday before sunday you would probably i don't know if you've be, ever I, been, I, to been to bristol i've worked in bristol before yeah you would have yeah, walked past that walked past and you wouldn't all. really even have any issue with with it so do you think that what they've done is yeah. a, it's actually a local issue for what i gathered what they've done as you know brought it will bring has brought a lot of yeah. changes because there's been a lot of um, series of events of of such nature yeah, yeah. across america even in london and, and other places where do we actually call it to say okay that's enough because you will go as far as major corporations. Would you say a company like, for example, Barclays that have some links to, to slave trade and, and, and money from, from slave slavery want to partner with your business, for example, and you say, oh, because they've been involved in that 250 years ago, I'm not going to be, you know, at what point do we call do we, do we draw the line on this on this discourse? I know it's a very controversial topic, but this this joins up with what you do in your in your volunteering work, your advocacy around black issues. 
I just wanted to use that question to round up this 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 episode, just to kind of like get your viewpoint that where do I we think, draw the line? Do no, we I, keep going and keep <laughs> no. destroying every monument? No, and I don't think what what do we do? I I'm, I don't condone vandalism at any point, but this is we. Now, I'm not saying vandalism. I'm not. Yeah. Well, let me not say destroy. Let me say removed. There's some that's been removed by authority. At the end of the day, if there was, I, I use this as um. If there's loads of statues of, let's say, some people in the past that's done really horrible things, and um, I can say Hitler statues that were up in every air, in air, different areas, um, I think we will ask for them to be mm-hmm. removed, and I think they all have been removed. To be fair, um, so I think you, I don't mm. think there's ever a time you can stop. I think there's got to be understanding. But when you answer your question about Barclays, I think you got to look at everybody. You, you can't say, oh, I remove all these different people because there's a lot of things that they have done positive since then have changed their ways. Like saying, oh, Germany, I'm never going to go to Germany. Yeah, but so, so did so did that guy in Bristol. Apparently, he did. He set up yeah, a lot yeah, of but, um, hospitals that, and built so schools and everything. Yeah, Even some black people went to some of the schools he built. Look at John Cars in Acne. He's littered all over Acne. Someone like I don't, that. I don't, I think where got, where do you draw the line? What we have this? to do is got to do a massive review. I think we underestimate. That's exactly what we're doing in our school. We're ordering yes. and looking at things that in a deeper light. How positive is that for us? And how does that work? You know, um, like I say, I don't think you stop. I think we till we till we eradicate racism, then we don't stop. I don't think we stop. And I'm not saying about mm. removal, but if these things are causing stress, I think they should be taken mm. down. And I think if you're, if, because you can say what you said about making hospitals, uh, you know, Jimmy Savile did a lot of things on, um, it did hospitals, he, he did it. He, he did exactly. a lot of charity. One of his main famous things was raising so much money. However, we're not going to have a statue of him. Do you know what I'm saying? Gonna, he has been, you know, after his death, yeah. we find out a lot of things. And then, that we can't condone that any of that things and we don't want any of um, monuments of Jimmy Savile anywhere so that because of the good you do doesn't eradicate what yeah. um, the negative the mad negative you've done but I feel like you know that there's so many things if you say oh you're going to stop working with Barclays you're going to stop working there's so many things that means you're going to stop working because a lot of things was built on slavery a lot exactly so that that's that's what yeah exactly. i just use that as a as an example just i just wanted to be where do we draw the line i think you've you've answered the question yeah, you know let's do a review yeah. and then once that review is done then we can then look how that yeah. review is implemented because that's the most important thing i've, I've had a lot of um like for example the mafasting yeah. report that looked into the metropolitan police in 1999 yeah. said the institution was was racist no, but there was a lot I don't think anything has been well done as such. Exactly. Yeah, so there's one thing doing reviews, and yeah, then there's another part of it being implemented. Review, so I think a lot was done. This is what even because I know that might be another podcast about the black leadership and doing. They did a lot of things. The police department did a lot of things mm. to try to eradicate racism. And I'm not saying they got rid of it. I'm definitely not saying that because it's like you remember these are years of institutional mm. racism as they. Showed, but what yeah. you've got to do is start reviewing, and you've got to put in recommendations. And that was what you know. Some you know, I'm not going to mention no names, but mm. there's a report that's come out on the, the fame, and there was no recommendations of it, and that's mm. crazy. 
So you've got to have recommendations to see what you're going to do or how we're going to. So when we do a review, so when I do my audit in our school, and mm. hopefully all schools start doing this stuff, is you're going to have the recommendation. And you are, is that it's important to implement mm-hmm. those recommendations. So like the person report, there was like um, blind, mm. um, blind interviewing they did. They did. Um, there had to be a um, a BAME representative or any interview panel. People don't know this. They called. Um, they did every single member of mm. the police department had to go through bias training. These are all things that they did. They did to change it. And the yeah. same thing they did in government to get more women into government. They did a lot of women-only interviews. They did a lot of those things. And these are the things you can do to change mm. some of these systematic or systemic racism that you can do. And that's, I'm not saying they made great change, like they made, but mm. there was a change. There was some form of change. And I think Dory Lewis pushed that out okay. really well. Okay. Well, no problem. Good. Thanks, uh, no, thank you so fun. much. I think we can go on and on and on, but there's so much yeah, to, to, to cover, but hopefully, during your busy time you can find some other time to to you know to touch base specifically on this subject matter of um, black lives and maybe you know i'm sure this year's black history month won't just be one of those black history months that just go on it will be very very significant and right now the evolution is running a um, business black business fund so what we're doing just trying to raise money for black okay. struggling business during the pandemic so like uh, if you see our, our instagram we're just trying to raise as much as wow. we're trying to raise five thousand so people can be okay access that's, some that's of these quite funds interesting and we can just give it out to people that are struggling business oh fantastic fantastic i will get this uh, this podcast out to as much and hopefully yeah. we can get the people that need this yeah. support yeah. to to, to, to be in contact with you guys thank you so much for coming on josh i really really appreciate your time and i wish you all the best in, with elite evolution and everything with, with with every other thing you're doing thank you so much have a good one take care Thanks everyone. This is a nice episode of Chat Cast again. See, we'll come your